So the search operation for victims of the recent Genoa bridge collapse ended over the weekend as the death toll rose to 43 when the final bodies were recovered. Italy's Prime Minister had earlier declared a one-year state of emergency, but some bereaved families stayed away from Saturday's state funeral in protest against the government. Let's cross to the grieving nation now to connect with Professor Gianni Roya Cafani who teaches structural mechanics in the Department of Engineering and Architecture at the University of Parma. And thank you very much for joining us. Thank you. Thank you for taking the time. Um, What's your general thought at this point on the question of how much human involvement there is in this disaster? Well, uh, as a matter of fact, uh, uh, the disaster has probably been due to the fact that the real conditions of the bridge were underestimated by the company which was in charge of maintaining the the freeway. And uh, consequently, I think that it is uh, really due to uh, human error in the estimation of the real conditions of the bridge. But it was designed back in the 1960s. Why would it suffer in a storm now? Because, uh, well, uh, there are many, many things about that. First of all, it was designed by Riccardo Morandi, who was an engineer. Uh, he was uh, a very talented uh, Italian engineer, together with uh, Pierluigi Nervi, it was recorded as one of the best designers in Italy, and uh, uh, his structures were really a daring structure. There were uh, all the forces uh, involved in the structure were precisely designed. We could say that the structure was not robust. Robustness is a very important issue in modern structural engineering and basically it means uh, that uh, if uh, an element collapses, this should not involve the catastrophic collapse of the whole structure. Otherwise, you may have uh, what has happened in Genoa, uh, which was like a domino effect because uh, this uh, Many people agree, and I also agree with that, that the collapse was due to the uh, failure of one of the stays. The stays are the uh, ties, the inclined ties that connect the top of the pylons uh, with the deck of the bridge. You can recognize that because they are the only inclined elements uh, in the structure. If, if one of that collapses, there is like a dominant effect, a chain reaction, and all the other parts of the bridge collapse. In some sense, uh, also in Korea, you had uh, a collapse uh, some years ago, 1994, I guess, of the Singsu Bridge. Yes, the Songsu Bridge in Seoul, absolutely. Yeah, and uh, this bridge is completely different because uh, it was uh, a truss, a metallic truss, so it was not a reinforced concrete structure. But uh, nevertheless, also in this bridge, you can, the, the problem, for what I know, was due to poor welding of the truss members, but also in this case, the collapse of a little part of the bridge caused the collapse of an entire part of the bridge.
Yeah. Well, we are and, uh, very sensitive in this country to uh, human error in disasters, so we have uh, great yeah. sympathy for you. If I, if I may just briefly interject to explain the importance of this bridge, though. Um, it's been described as Italy's Brooklyn Bridge. It saw 25 million vehicles go through on the annual basis, basically. Uh, one a second, linking highways to Milan and France. It's not really possible to overstate, then, its importance to the country. Yes, uh, because uh, uh, the region where Genoa is, is Liguria, and it is characterized by high mountains. It is uh, in front of the sea, and just uh, uh, in front of the sea there are the mountains. And also Genoa is divided into two parts, because there is a valley in between. And this bridge had uh, two main uh, purposes. The first one was, of course, to continue the freeway that uh, goes along the tyrannical coast of Italy and connects, uh, for example, uh, Florence, uh, Rome to France. This is the quickest way. If you have to go to Rome, from Rome to France, you have to go through this way. And, but also it was used by the people in Genoa because it was like uh, a, a, the, the best way to go, uh, the quickest way to go from one part of the city to the other part of the city. So it was really a very, very important, uh, very important route. And uh, now that, uh, of course, it cannot be used anymore, people had to go through Parma, for example, from my city, and uh, it is uh, something like 100 kilometers more to reach France to go to Milan, for example, rather than passing through Genoa. Let's revisit... Um, briefly, some yes. of the problems then that you were hinting at and explaining quite comprehensively before. Various other professors have, have spoken on this issue. One of the claims we've heard is that maintaining this bridge was so expensive that uh, it would have been cheaper just to buy a new bridge or build a new bridge. Yes, this is my colleague Rancic, but I know him very well. He's a very good structural engineer. And uh, he made a study, and uh, as a matter of fact, uh, maintenance of this bridge was very expensive. Uh, for example, uh, all the cables, all, all the space of uh, one of the spans of the bridge were completely rebuilt uh, in 1995. Uh, it's a little surprising that just uh, one part of the bridge, one third of the bridge, was uh, uh, remodeled with these new cables, and the other parts were left uh, as they uh, had been until the, the collapse for many years, for more than 20 years. So this is rather strange, and uh, probably uh, the committee in charge of clarifying the causes will have to take this into account. And the same architect behind this bridge was also the designer of a of a bridge in Venezuela that actually partially collapsed a couple of years ago, uh, which claimed seven lives. Are you worried that more bridges designed in this way, using these uh, the, these cables, these concrete and case stay cables, rather than the more common steel cables, could collapse in the future? Well, uh, then, luckily, there are not so many bridges like that, because it was an invention by Morandi, 
at that time it was considered a very, very clever invention just because of the cost of a, a pre-stressor concrete stay was uh, infinitely lower than the cost of a steel cable. And uh, it could be uh, obtained with uh, the classical technique used for pre-stressor concrete. So these cables were the reason to build the bridges with this type of stays was mainly economical. And if I may just ask one more question, sorry, because we are out of time, because as you pointed out before, the Songsu Bridge was not built in the same way. What would your message be to the world, really, in building infrastructure that when shortcuts are taken, these problems do arise, especially at a moment when Italy's governments blamed the EU for its austerity policy and, and limiting spending. Of course, you cannot, uh, you have to be very, very careful when you deal with infrastructure. And nowadays, uh, bridges are uh, designed to last at least 100 years. In the 60s, it was after the, sec- the World War II, so uh, Italy needed to be rebuilt uh, in uh, very quickly, and uh, not very much care was paid uh, to these kind of bridges. Uh, we had also other collapses in Italy during the last years, and uh, the common de- denominator to all of these uh, failures is the fact that all these bridges were built, uh, well, not all of them, but most of them were built in the 60s. Right. So now there is a, a very important issue to remodern all these uh, uh, bridges, and uh, this means billions, billions of euros. On the one hand, could be also a good, uh, a good way of uh, uh, promoting the economy in Italy because there would be a lot of uh, building activities. Public infrastructure projects certainly also have that element. Professor Carfani, thank you very much for joining us. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.